This is Biz. I'm a part-time working mom with a big kid and a little kid. And I'm Teresa. I have a family business, two young kids, and a baby. This is a show about life after giving life. Don't listen with your kids, because there will be swears. This is One Bad Mother. This week on One Bad Mother, you sound just like your mother. Plus, Biz has a sniffle complex, and Teresa compliments her partner. Woo! <laughs> Teresa! Yeah. We're back. We're back. We're back from Brooklyn. We're back. La- we did it. We did it. La- we did it. We made it. <laughs> Last uh, week, we went to Brooklyn, New York. Mm-hmm. Yep. And we did a live show, and it was awesome. Yeah. We had such a nice time. It was so fun. It was really fun. Yeah. Uh, and we're going to release that in a couple of weeks, and everybody will get to bask in the glory of the woo heard round the boroughs, yeah. as it were. We have people come from Texas yeah. and like Maine and North Carolina and Boston and like yeah. Canada. A few from Brooklyn. A few from, <laughs> a couple came from Brooklyn, Queens, and Manhattan and New Jersey. There was like a limo from New Jersey. Yep. There was so much pumping was happening at this show, actually. Yeah. So much pumping. Including Including Teresa. Yeah. Yeah. I had to kick everyone out of the green room, the band. Like nothing. More rock and roll. Everyone. So that I could lock the door and pump in there. Who's ready to pump? (laughs) Rock and roll. I mean, for real. There was so much pumping at our show. And then uh, the most rock and roll thing I think Teresa and I've ever done. Not that we've done a lot of this. Right. So far, this is, you know. Mm-hmm. Feels pretty hardcore. We sang somebody's breast pump. Yeah, which, which really, it was really the best ever. It was really, it was such an honor. <laughs> it was such an honor. It was, it was, it was so cool. Such a ins- a couple people offered that we could sign, sign their, their boobs. Their boobs. And I we, just were like, like, <laughs> we were like, uh, <laughs> we're like, we're like, maybe that is very rock and roll. Yeah, but then they could, they just, it opens up so much. Yeah, and I usually write a nice long thing, and I just. <laughs> You know, I don't usually just say biz. So, like, that could have been, I, would, mm-hmm. I really would have probably overthought it. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I just want to give like a shout out to the Bell House. They were awesome. To yeah. Afira Eisenberg and Adira Amram and the mm-hmm. experience for doing the show with us. To Teresa's mom, who just randomly happened to be there at the same time, who watched Curtis. To my sister, Helen. To Marnie. And like, really, to everyone who came out. It just was such, it was so. It was so nice. Yep. It was like super overwhelming. You know, we don't usually see you guys. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it's always really cool to see you guys. So uh, thank you very much for coming out. Thanks, guys. Teresa. Yes. How are you? Because we all got back like yesterday. Yeah. We record. Let me just remind got people. We record night. on yeah. Mondays and the show comes out Thursday. So we both flew separately, her with a baby, all day yesterday. Mm-hmm. So with that being known, how are you? I'm I'm okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm very tired. I got home very late, and yet still everybody was awake and excited to see me. Um, and that was great. I was excited to see them too. But it was just, it was just a really long day yesterday. Yeah. Um, but I totally did it, and that was good. And I actually have, I actually have a compliment your partner. It's time to compliment your partner. So, um, leading up into this trip, you know, folks have maybe heard me mention that Grace has been having some problems in school. Um, and while we were away on this trip, I saw some friends who I don't usually get a chance to see. And we were like talking and, and like one of the things that these friends suggested to me to try at home was like maybe a little bit more structure surrounding, you know, our day. Like Mm -hmm. basically my style is very much like a free for all outside of like (laughs) we have a bedtime, you know? And so it was suggested to me that like my kids might do a little bit better with like transitions and being willing to go do stuff if like they know in advance what's going to happen at what time, right? you know, how things are going to play out. And that was, like, kind of sad to hear because I was like, I don't really want to live my life that way. But on the other hand, that actually sounds like it would help a lot. Meanwhile, 
at the same time, Jesse was at home with Grace and Oscar having a weekend with them. And I kept hearing from him that, like, things were actually going really well. Yeah. They did a number of things that I haven't been able to get my kids to do over the weekend. Yeah. And I thought that that was really great. And then I came home yesterday and I just, one of the first things that I noticed when I walked in the door was Jesse had made a schedule for them for the weekend. And it wow. was up on the wall. And it showed, like, it wasn't, like, a super detailed thing. No. But it was, like, Friday morning, afternoon, evening. Yeah. Saturday morning, afternoon, evening. Sunday morning, afternoon, evening. You know, like, yeah. it just, and it laid Super out simple. really basic things like park, swim lessons. Yeah. You know, birthday party, mommy yeah. home, like stuff like that. Birthday party. There was a birthday party <laughs> that they had to go to. But, you know, it was yeah. like, it was, it, he was already doing it and it was already working. Wow. Um, and I just thought that that was really cool. Good job, Jesse. Yeah. He did great. Jesse, you're doing a great job. Yeah. How are you, Biz? I am really tired. Yeah. Yeah. So. Why, why do you think you might be tired? <laughs> what what could you be tired about? Turns out. You didn't really do, do anything, anything this weekend. Last, like five uh, days, did you? I was really tired. No, it's a major effort. It is a yeah. major effort. Yeah. It is, yeah. Yeah. And, and you like, did such a good job. Well, thank you. So did you. And it's like, you know, I, I think there's... Maybe people think that we plan a lot in the show, uh-huh. like in terms of writing and like, yeah, but yeah. like, I mean, I do outlines and stuff, but like yeah. so much is just like on the scene. Yeah. We're coming up with the stuff and that's sort of exhausting. It is. You know what I yeah. mean? And like, it uses such a part of my brain that I don't use otherwise. And like, it's so nice to see everybody, but it's also really emotionally overwhelming to like see totally. you guys. Like, it's yeah. like a lot. You, you know what I mean? You want to have like a real moment yeah. with each person. Yeah. And, like really, we like yeah. you guys so much. Yeah. And like... Yeah, it's just then I got to see, like, a lot of old friends, and I was telling mm. Steph, and I was like, you know what? It's so funny. When I've seen old friends in other settings, it hasn't been as emotional. It's like, oh, I really like those guys. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, being back in Brooklyn and seeing people I hadn't seen in a long time, there's something about being back where I lived for 11 years and seeing these people I like so much that just, like, had a super emotional trigger for mm-hmm. me. Uh, so that was fun. Uh, so <laughs> not necessarily what I want to talk about, though. What I want to talk about is sort of like all that mm-hmm. sort of tired and like everything. And also when you come back from a trip, there's like all the stuff waiting for you. Oh, so all God, that yes. stress and stuff Ugh. that's like waiting for me, yes. I think is manifesting itself in how I'm thinking about Ellis's cold. Okay. Okay. Ellis has <laughs> the forever runny nose, yeah. apparently, and mm-hmm. mild cough. Okay. Yeah. And... I'm, like, literally in the car taking him to school. I may have even, like, spoken out loud, mm-hmm. like, a rant that was happening in my head at some mm-hmm. point, And then later was like, did I say that out loud? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I'm, like, yeah. so in the moment. And it's, okay. I am all about if your kid is sick, keep your kid at home. Oh, yeah. But let's be real. That's fever. Yeah. That's fever. That's mysterious, like, super serious rash. That's like, yeah. but the runny nose and the mild cough. No, all the kids have that. They all have like, that. year round. And yeah. I think my, like, I have two things happening. One is the anger at the cycle. Like, because right. Ellis a couple of weeks ago had actually been really sick mm-hmm. and we kept him home throughout that whole time. And when I sent him back, he was well and then came home the very next day now with the, like, with the runny nose mm-hmm. and the cough, which has now lasted like two weeks. And I sit there and I go, well, should I just keep him home till this is gone? And then I'm like, but why? Because as soon as I send him back, he's going to get he's it again get it. because yeah. everybody's got it. Yeah. And like, then I feel guilty for sending my kid. With a runny nose and sniffles, like in the cough, mm-hmm. even though everybody else has it. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel bad about anybody else sending their kids in. But it is like, how are we supposed to ever not just have sniffles and fucking colds all the time? Right. And I hate them. Yeah. Because I hate it. I like seeing yeah. my kids with the fucking runny nose. I know. And the cough. I know. And it just, like, I hate the perpetual sickness. Like, I hate going places where other children are because we're all just going to keep getting the runny noses and the cough. And I don't know why. It's not a big deal, guys. But again... I'm letting everything else focus itself on this. It's this fair. Thing. Yeah. I've just decided I'm going to be really mad that we can't live out in the world because we're going to constantly get the sniffles, yeah. the fucking runny nose and the cough. Especially like starting around this time of year Ugh. and like le- for the next, you know. For the next, yeah, for the next like seven months it's yeah. going to be like this. Yeah. And then one will come around in the summer. Just like the random yeah. summer cold the will happen. The random summer cold. I know. I think, do you think, though, we'll probably get more used to, like, y- there comes a point where you're like, the day comes where your kid doesn't have a runny nose, and you're like, oh, my God, you're just breathing, like, you're healthy. You're breathing normal. You're just, like, clean and mm-hmm. healthy. Yeah. 
Like, that's a surprise. Yeah, it is a, a surprise. Point. There must be something horribly wrong with you. Yeah. Or, like, you probably just got exposed to something. Yeah. And it's probably, it's like, come getting ready to. Any yeah. minute. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. Anyway, it sucks. Oh, well. Oh, well. That's how that works. Um, I have no adorable segue today to tie us in to what we're going to talk I left my segues in Brooklyn, guys, for today's show, in which we are going to talk about how you sound just like your mother. Please take a moment to remember, if you're friends of the hosts of One Bad Mother, you should assume that when we talk about other moms, we're talking about you. If you are married to the host of One Bad Mother, we definitely are talking about you. Nothing we say constitutes professional parenting advice. Biz and Teresa's children are brilliant, lovely, and exceedingly extraordinary. Nothing said on this podcast about them implies otherwise. Teresa. Yes. You become a parent. Mm-hmm. And there's like this long, maybe that's a book, a long list of all the things that are suddenly said once you become a parent. Yeah. Right? Like, ooh, enjoy it while you can. Yeah. Oh, you really lost your postpartum weight. Oh, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but touch your body. Like all this shit. Yeah. Well, another one is uh, you suddenly... Feeling like you've become your own parents, mm-hmm. or people point out that you've become your own parents. Mm-hmm. And let's just say, like, for the sake of title, we're saying parents, but it's really any care, whoever the caregivers were in your life, mm-hmm. you never really think about sort of maybe stuff that you made fun of that your parents, your caregivers yeah. did, or maybe stuff that you rebelled against that your like caregivers mm-hmm. did for you. And then here you are with kids, mm-hmm. and the next thing you know, you are becoming your parent. Oh, yeah. Right? You're becoming Absolutely. your caregivers. Yeah. So I guess my the first part of this, I just kind of want to talk about some of the ways that people have pointed out to you mm-hmm. or that you are aware mm-hmm. that you're just like your parents. And maybe let's start with some of the some of the positive ones. Okay. Or, or weird ones. Okay. Let's start weird and positive. All right. Okay. So has anyone ever said this to you, Teresa? You know. <laughs> have they? Well, they may not. My, okay. Yeah, I mean, within my family, I think it's very, like, my, you know, my parents and my siblings and I, I think everybody kind of knows that I'm pretty much exactly like my mom. Okay. Like, it's just, it's, and my mom and I, I even, like, checked in with her before we did this topic. I was like, do you think I might be, like, as a parent, like, kind of like (laughs) you or dad? And she was like, I think you're like me. Sorry. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Um, And I was like, yeah, I think I'm like you, too. And I think nobody would dispute it. But I don't think people point it out to me, Mm. like, other than I remember, like, kind of when I was a teenager and stuff, like, you know, you'd answer the phone and people would be like, oh, my gosh, you sound exactly like your your mom. Or you sound just like that. You literally sound like your mother. I sound like my mom. Like, our (laughs) voices are similar. But but I don't think, I haven't heard, and then, like, sometimes when I see family members after a while or, like, friends of my mom's will be like, oh, wow, you look exactly like her, you know. Yeah. But, like, as far as parenting stuff, that's stuff I'm noticing that I'm Mm. doing that is just like my mom. Like, it's... I'm aware of it daily. Yeah. I'm aware of it daily. Like, okay. I feel like I'm channeling her. Sometimes I even do it on purpose. Like, mm. a what would my mom do in this situation yeah. type thing. And that's actually really helpful. Yeah. But then there's stuff like, um, like little mini mom tantrums. Oh. Like, which yeah. I, I don't think my oh. mom would be too pissed at me for talking about this because, <laughs> like, it's something we've laughed about through the years. Yeah. And it's, like, totally fair. But, like... You know, the middle of the night, kids are still up talking. Mom has come in a few times asking us to quiet down and go to sleep. That fourth or fifth time that she's coming in, she's doing like the squinty eye and her, her, you know, veins are popping and her eye, you know, everything is, and it's frightening. Yeah. Um, And I totally do that. And I can even, even as I'm doing it, it's almost like I I can feel feel that I'm her. Yeah. Like but, it, but it's just happening. Yeah. It's all happening. It's coming from within me. <laughs> and um and then like excusing yourself yeah. to like um stomp your feet and like mm. say swear words in the bathroom. Yeah. Um everybody has those moments, guys. But mine I mine I feel are like exactly like, like your my mom. mom's. Yeah. Yeah, I have I can remember I didn't have this on my list, but I can remember my mom. <laughs> Mama. Would walk up the stairs where the laundry basket was. Mm-hmm. Now, none of our clothes were ever in the laundry basket. They were right. all the dirty clothes <laughs> right. basket. They yeah. were always, like, thrown fucking yeah. everywhere yeah. as if we were intentionally yeah. trying to 
piss her yes. off. Yes. We weren't. We were just awful kids. I mean, we were just kids. You know, yeah. throw it, whatever. Yeah, just throw it in the room. <laughs> My yeah. mother had this sigh, and I'm sure I've shared this on the show, the mm-hmm. sigh yeah. <laughs> that you could hear. She would say this Through under her breath. Yeah. But you could hear through the whole house. But this, like, what am I, some sort of goddamn servant in this house? <laughs> God damn laundry, right? She did this thing, and like, <laughs> and like <sighs> yeah, and you would hear it. Yeah, and I find myself, yeah, like walking through the house, being like, "What the? F- am I so yeah. God damn, yeah. cleaning yeah. up after your thing, right? Like it's yeah. just like this totally like suppressed. Yeah, but everyone hears it, right? Um, the Ooh, rage, that's actually the rage, yeah, That's a good tactic. Oh yeah, really because that, that yeah. you can if you hear it, it's actually kind of scarier. Oh yeah, not directed at you because it's like. That person having a moment, you're a little bit like, oh shit. Yeah, kind of, no, kind you of know? scary. My sister and I immediately mocked that. Like, oh, we'd be like, okay. Oh, <laughs> goddamn laundry. Like, we used to just, like, we're, we, we're all kind of jerks. Anyway, um, for me, it'll see if these trigger anything. Cause yeah, I hadn't thought about the, the more ragey one, but like, <laughs> Stefan immediately when I asked me about this, he was like, yeah. watch your step. Oh, yeah. Watch your step. And I'm like, oh, yeah. No, my mother still to this day, watch yeah. your step. To me uh, and my yeah. sister and strangers and anybody. Yeah. And I watch your step yeah. all the time to people. Watch your step. Yeah. Watch your step. Yeah. Okay. That is absolutely, I get that from mother. And I'm like, it used to make me crazy. Yeah. But now I'm like, yeah, no, actually watch your step. Yeah. I, I wouldn't say it if you guys didn't fucking fall down all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> watch your fat and like, don't step on the cat. Yeah. They step on the cat all the time in our house. Like, mm-hmm. Don't step on the cat. It's only one cat. It's the half blind one mm-hmm. who like stands by your foot mm-hmm. and doesn't know you're coming. Mm-hmm. And Stefan's always like, stop telling me to not step on the cat. Uh-huh. And then like within a day, he steps on the cat. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I will tell you to not step on the cat forever. Uh, so that's good. Um, my mother, uh, to people, my sister and Stefan also just like, you're your mother. And that is the like, the way I talk to the cats and how much I talk to the cats like, I talk hmm. to them. Oh, they're totally people. I totally talk to them all the time. Hmm. And I then there's other times where I talk to them like they're idiots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, oh, I'm going to pet you. I brought the cat. Is that like your mom, too? Yeah. She's like, oh, where's the thing? Yeah, exactly. And she used to talk to food while she was cooking it. Like, you would, like, walk past the kitchen, and she'd be like, ground little Like, she'd talk to shit in the house all the time, and I always, I do that. And I think those are more like <laughs> I did it because I grew up around it. Yeah. But now I know my children will be like mm-hmm. my mom talks to the ground beef. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And like talks to the cats like this. And I like it's something that I've passed on to them already of like like I see it with Katie Bell how she talks to the cats mm-hmm. already. So like and definitely like my mom and like there's like there's like little stuff like that. But I asked my sister specifically. I said, "What do you, what do you think?" And mm-hmm. she texted back, "Fierce but forgiving." Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, that's so nice. I was going to yeah. say I talked to the ground beef. Right. She was like, oh, that too. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, yeah. But I think there is this like fierceness that I remember about my mom. I mean, she's not dead. But she's still right. fierce. But yeah. you know what I mean? Like, she's as a probably going to hear this yeah. conversation. But like as yeah. a kid, she was just like, she was like my hero a little mm-hmm. bit. Just like how like, you know, with her shoulder pads and like you know, just like going mm-hmm. after people. Mm-hmm. As well as like having sort of a yeah, I, for me, it's I best describe it as I am like my mom in the sense that if you hurt one of my children, you are off my list forever. Mm-hmm. And not only are you off my list, I may try and reach out to somebody in the FBI mm-hmm. to like maybe screw something up for mm-hmm. you. <laughs> I mean, mama was fierce, mm-hmm. but simultaneously, and she was like, I guess, you know, she was very like strict with us about, not strict, but she was very like, she had expectations for us, you know, like how, kindness and how to respect people and how to do this. But she was also really forgiving when we screwed that up or mm-hmm. we messed that up. So, I'd, lo- you know, that I can feel her, like you said, I can feel her in the situations where somebody does something to Katie Bell mm-hmm. and like or Ellis and I am like ready to cut mm-hmm. somebody like with a sharp knife. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then like breathe and move on and like. You know, that kind of thing. So I guess, I'm, so that's like ways, like, are you, do you ever, because I also see my father, my Helen Michelle points out, oh my God, your papa, like all the time to mm-hmm. me. Do you have father ones that you can Not th- as much. No. Like, I feel like always very close with my dad, like really love my dad. And I'm sure there's like lots of things I do like him. I mean, 
I like there's little mannerisms and yeah. stuff, but I'm not really I'm I don't know that those are necessarily re- like I we both do the thing where we like say what we try to say what we mean like three times like mm. three different ways. I think and you're I, like I think oh, that the, the first one was good. We got it. <laughs> I think that you don't counts. have to keep rehashing that one. I think that totally counts, okay. though. I think I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be about parenting, just like oh, okay. ways that you are like them oh, yeah. that maybe you might not have acknowledged yeah. as much. And we both talk too loud. Can't control the volume of our voice. Really? Yep. I'm so loud. I can. I think you talk totally normal. Yeah, but <laughs> no, we're both like we both like don't notice that we're talking really loud. Oh, you're really and we loud. Get excited. Yeah. <laughs> I think like from my dad. I'm from Papa, I get the like, I kind of like messing with kids mm-hmm. a little bit. Just mm-hmm. a little messing with them. You know, like it's like jokes mm-hmm. and like, you know, it's an alligator. Oh God, I used to hate yeah, that yeah. as a kid. There's like an alligator in that pond. What? Oh God. There is. So if, yeah. you know, you step your foot in there, there's an alligator so there. So my, like, parents, my parents yeah. never did that. And oh. because my parents never did that, whenever another adult would did do that, that to oh, me. Oh, I bet. It made me crazy. Yeah. Like it made me feel, I hated it. Yeah. I was like, why are they lying to me? Yeah. Like what? <laughs> This is not fun. Like, no, we're totally fucked up. Like, we all do it. Like, everybody in our family is all about messing with each other. I can see how that's fun. Like, Jesse does it with our kids too, and I'm and I'm always like, I I play like uh, straight man. Whenever he does it, I'm like, you guys, Daddy doesn't understand how things work. But I will say, Daddy is so silly because it drives me crazy. Like, I can't handle the like lying. I will say sometimes Stefan will do it, but it feels like it's gone too far Mm -hmm. because of their ages. Sometimes I'm like, okay, no. Yeah, you have yeah, to pull yeah. that back. Yeah, this is yeah. not. We're not sending out the kids into the world. Yeah. thinking like there's a lot of crazy stuff we send our kids out into the world thinking <laughs> is true right now in our house. But there's other things where I'm like, that's that's actually too much. Yeah, right. Because like you, there were times as the youngest in my house mm-hmm. where I was on the other end of that sort of like you know dark humor with kids kind of thing that mm-hmm. I I hated as well. Mm-hmm. But yet here I am. Yeah. As a parent, you can't help it now. Messing it's in with your kids. bones, it's in my bones. I guess it's sort of like, <laughs> I guess it's sort of like the like. I've mentioned this on the show before, where my family we like to teach, and we like to teach you a lesson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. not just these are traffic rules. Mm-hmm. This is how you you know merge yeah. or which lane you should go in if you're going to go around a car. Yeah. It's also. If you see somebody speeding and going back and forth and coming up trying to pass you, box them in. Teach mm-hmm. them a lesson. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, and that just, yeah. And I can see oh. myself, like, passing that on yeah. to Katie Bell when she's in the car. Yeah. And so, which I think actually, okay, this actually ties into the next sort right. of half of this, which is, are there things that you see yourself doing that your parents did that you don't want to do? Mm. Or... Is there stuff that you have yet to see come through mm-hmm. as a that your parents did that you don't feel like you're doing? Mm-hmm. Do you have anything? Oh like, yeah, 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 totally. I mean, like the the big challenge for me is like my mom. My mom was always like a little anxious and worried about stuff, and I like totally got that from her. I mean, whether it's like in my chemistry because of her, right, or like in my brain education <laughs> because of her, nature is there, right. yeah. And that relates in a lot of ways to a lot of parts of my life. She she works with it too, you know. Right. She's not like she's very self aware about about it too. So it's something. It's a process for both of us, but. One of the ways it manifests itself is, like, in that, like, rushing out of the house Mm. thing. Like, not being able to, like, leave the house because you feel like you haven't, you've forgotten something or, like, you need to do one more thing or you need to make sure somebody has something. Right. Not everybody's okay. You know, there's just all these things that have to happen and then yeah. and then you're not out of the house on time somehow like right, I don't know yeah. why it's like but you're also rushing that whole time and like tense the whole yeah. time and that is like a habit that is so ingrained in me from just getting ready for school as a young kid oh, yeah that like it's really hard to it's hard to not do that every day I don't know I don't yeah. know how it's like it happens to me almost it feels like oh you know? that's like, interesting just instinct sort of kicks in like it's what sort I do of every like, morning yeah that's how mornings are unless it's like a weekend morning yeah you know? in which case I just don't want to go anywhere um yeah but, no that's interesting yeah so I think that's that's something that I would love to not do and then like something that my mom does that like I want to do a better job of is um she is like she is like so brave out in the world mm-hmm. with people 
all oh. the time. Like, I feel like I like learned going to college in New York how to like put on the face of like don't talk to me, and mm-hmm. that's like pretty much my mo because like basically it's like a self self defense yeah. tactic. Like yeah. I don't want to engage because then I don't know how to get out of that basically. Okay. And like my mom is much more like she you know she's a therapist like she deals with people with all kinds of shit going on right and I've always admired like her ability like I remember being a kid and like we would be out you know in the city or like out in Berkeley like you know eating like somewhere and like somebody would just like come up to us and be talking to us and I would be so uncomfortable and just like want to leave and like want to like get out of the conversation my mom would be like really friendly and like offer them her food you know like she would just be like and then she would like set set a boundary like okay well I'm with my kids and it's time for us to say goodbye but yeah you know whatever like are you hungry do you need you know like she would just like she would just handle it yeah which I think is cool yeah no that's really nice yeah no I can yeah you know Uh, just like a lot of compassion for fellow humans yeah that like I feel like I share but I don't Act on it as well as I could. Yeah, that's like that's a major skill. It is. You know what I mean? It is. Yeah. yeah. How do you not have time to develop that with three children? I know. <laughs> God. Yeah. No. I think for me, the one that I'm like, that I try and catch myself in is, you know, Papa sort of had this mantra of, if you can do it, do it right the first time. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, there was definitely like a perfection mm. uh, thing in our house. That's so hard. Or, or, or at least that's how I interpreted it. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. Like, look, as an adult, my sister and I both actually are really good about responsibility. We're really good about doing things, you know, putting in the effort to do things well, you know, don't do it if you're not going to do it right. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, and we're always really good at jobs. We're always really good at like being out in the world, all these like things that you're supposed to be good at as an adult, we're able to do. And I credit that to my folks and like the sort of, there is, I think, a value in don't rush it. Don't just be sloppy about it. Mm-hmm. Do it right. Mm-hmm. Right. But as a kid, I hated it. Yeah. Like, I hated it. Like, I just never felt I could do it right, right? Like, yeah. how are you supposed to get it right the first time, right? You but, can't take risks. Right. Because you have to, it has to be perfect. Right. Yeah. And so, like, as a parent, I see that coming out of me all the time. Katie Bell. Which just, part? The, that Katie you Bell, want. Yeah. I'm like, Katie Bell, right do it. Yeah. If you can do it, do it right. You know, mm-hmm. you had, did you read everything? Did you take your time? Did mm-hmm. you, you know, you're making mistakes based on stuff that if you were taking your time at the beginning. Yeah you might not have made the same mistake, right? Yeah. And I I just am like, I mean, look, I mean, my parents gave us plenty of opportunities to make mistakes. We weren't like living in a military school or something. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. But like if it was project time, right? Like, and so like when project time comes up in the house or, you know, Katie Bell wants to do like a certain activity or, you know, that requires lots of practice and lots of whatever, I feel myself saying those things to her. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things where I'm like, I know there's value in this, Mm -hmm. but I want not, I don't want the effect to feel like the effect was on me. So how do I, how do I adjust this so that, you know, so that she and Ellis get the benefits of learning about, you know, uh, doing things right, you know. You know what's interesting about that, though? It sounds like the phrase is actually the problem and the lesson is actually the good one. Like, it seems like what the lesson, correct me if I'm wrong, because I might have misinterpreted, but it sounds like the lesson is take your time and see something through, do the best you can do at something. Yes, that is correct. It's like, go, it's like, don't rush, go slow, and like, do your best work like do like work as hard like put as much into this as you can yes to get it to be as best as it can be which is like kind of the opposite like get it right the first time sounds like you better have the right answer because if you're wrong fuck you (laughs) like do you know what i mean like right right get it right the first time is a little bit harsh but the actual lesson behind it yeah you have it. Yeah. So Just that's like, like think of a different Yeah, I need to phrase. come up with a better phrase for the yeah. T-shirt, for yeah, the family yeah. reunion T-shirt, yeah, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, like, we yeah. joke about all this stuff now. You know what I no, mean? No, no, like, I know. And it's so funny because when it's things like this that you then bring up with your folks, mm-hmm. lots of times they're like, that's what you took away? Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, like, totally. That wasn't what, oh, totally. Oh, really, you know, that's not yeah. what we meant. Anyway, so that's like, 
That's like probably one of my big ones, as well as probably trying not to teach people so many lessons. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, not yeah, to have yeah. that sort of Ellis vindictiveness that we kind of have in us a little bit. Um, <laughs> trying to be better about that. Mm. Um, and then in terms of what I would like to be better at, saying all of that, actually, I feel like my parents were so more, much more patient. Mm. I don't remember getting yelled at a lot. Yeah. I feel like I yell at my kids all the time. I know. I feel and like my parents were more patient too. I like, and I, I see them too. when I see yeah. them with my kids. Yeah, they are so patient. If mm-hmm. you know, the first reaction of Katie Bell knocks a drink over is, mm-hmm. "It's okay. Are you okay?" Right. Right. Well, mine is not always uh, that. Not yeah. always that. Yeah. My yeah. first response is not yeah. always that. Yeah. And. Uh, Whenever I see that, like, kindness, like, mm-hmm. towards, like, oh, my God, they're just kids. Of course they knocked it over. Oh, my God. Right. Just, you know, like, yeah. I'm, like, I I want that. And, I, you know, we look back on our – whoever took care of us. We look back on our caregivers, and we either place all of our anger on them, mm-hmm. you know, or we put all of this out of – we make them into, like, saints, yeah. right? And – we all know that can't possibly, no. that neither of yeah. those possibly can be true because yeah. they were going through their own stuff with work and relationships mm-hmm. and their issues of being parents. Mm-hmm. So, like, so I, I know that, that they weren't saints per se in terms of that, right? Like, mm-hmm. that they weren't the most patient and they never yelled at me. They mm-hmm. quite, yes, I, mean, I remember sometimes where they did, mm-hmm. but there's definitely a moment as I am a new parent despite how long I've been parenting, I always feel like a new parent. Like somebody's going to be like, ha I caught you. Mm-hmm. You don't know what you're doing. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Why'd they let you be a parent? That the weight of my overall vision of how they parented, mm-hmm. I'm not doing, right? Like, so it's sort of like one of those, I would like to be better like that. I would like that to be what people said. Oh, you're just like your mama when you do that. Or you're just like your papa when you do that. Mm-hmm. And maybe I am, but yeah. like, you know, like when you're in the middle of it all, it doesn't feel like so. I, so I say all that with like this grain of salt, but like mm-hmm. I'm sure they weren't as like perfect as I feel. Yeah. They, like I do that thing that you did. Like, what would my mother do? What would my father do yeah. in this situation? Yeah. And I'm not sure if the answer I'm getting back yeah. is an honest answer from my yeah, own no, brain. Yeah, that totally makes sense. Right? Totally. I was. Yeah. I have. I've had a similar thought where, in my memory, well, two things. In my memory, my parents had more patience and were gentler with us than I am with my own kids. Right. And my siblings and I were better behaved than I feel like my kids are. Wow. Both of those are what those are your thing. in my mind. Yeah. That oh. I don't know what any of that is about. I don't know that it, any of it is accurate or or if it is accurate, why? Yeah, it's like the Facebook in your mind. Yeah, it's like the Facebook in my mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. But I also, I also recognize that, like, that thing of like somebody's gonna come and say, like, I who let you be a parent? But like, because I think there's always in my mind this thing that, like, well, they're the real parents. Right. Yeah. I'm just trying it out. <laughs> right. Like they. Yeah. They're actually parents. parents. Yeah. I'm like... I'm just... I'm trying... Yeah. I'm, I'm not like really a, sure how I got here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Like, and then there's those few moments where you go like, oh, I'm really a parent. parent. Like, I'm yeah. fully a parent. Yeah. I'm not like... I am Just so testing parent. the waters of being a parent or... Tra- yeah. Like, I it's really am a parent. the hardest moments where I'm like, oh. Yeah. I'm a parent. I'm a parent. While the day-to-day stuff, yeah. I'm walking around being like, how did I wind up like this? Yeah. This is completely a lie. Yeah. <laughs> You know what we didn't talk about was like, are there things that you're that you do that like your parents that like your partners are like, this is not how we'll be doing things in this house. <laughs> mm, oh, that's a good question, right? Like, yeah. are there things where you're like, oh, you are totally just like your mother. Like, I think about that like with Steph, and sometimes I'm like, oh my god, you're totally just like your mother. Uh-huh. I don't know if I want your mother in our house. Just like mm-hmm. I'm sure Stefan's like, I don't want your mother in our house either. Right? You know what I yeah. mean? Like, yeah. where it's not bad. It's just like, well, that's different. Yeah. That's, you know what I mean? Like there's, yeah. It's I I think there's sort of that. That's like a whole other topic, probably. Of I like, think that is a whole topic. You're just like yeah. your mother. I didn't marry your mother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
We have a Jumbotron! This Jumbotron is for Arthur Mommy Movie Time. On Arthur Mommy Movie Time, a single mom and her two-year-old son share their opinions on kids' movies. In just 15 minutes a week, they answer the important questions. Will the Lion King keep your toddler occupied while you vacuum? What does Arthur think about porgs? Just how bad was the Emoji Movie? Listen to Arthur Mommy Movie Time and find out. You can find it wherever you listen to podcasts or at ArthurMommyMovieTime.com. Support for One Bed Mother comes from RX Bar Kids, a clean label snack bar made with high quality, real ingredients designed specifically for kids. RX Bar Kids contain 7 grams of protein and have absolutely zero added sugar and no gluten, soy, or dairy. They're perfect for breakfast on the go, a lunchbox add-in, after-school snack, or anytime kids want something tasty and filling. Find RX Bar Kids at Target stores or for 25% off your first order, visit rxbar.com badmother and enter promo code badmother at checkout. Hey, you know what it's time for this week's Genius and Fails. This is the part of the show where we share our genius moment of the week, as well as our failures, and feel better about ourselves by hearing yours. You can share some of your own by calling 206-350-9485. That's 206-350-9485. Genius fail time, Teresa. Genius me. Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I saw what you did. Oh, my God. I'm paying attention. Wow. You, Mom, are a genius. Oh, my God. That's fucking genius. So I was, I flew to Brooklyn and flew to New York and flew home from New York um, on my own with my eight-month-old, Curtis. That's a genius in and of itself. It was a lot of hard work. It was very tiring. It was fine. We did it. We didn't have any, like, huge disastrous fails on our travel days. But it was very trying and very exhausting. My my favorite little genius moment was on the way home yesterday. You know, I had gotten him a, a seat on the plane. So it's like a yeah. six-hour flight. It's a long and I, flight. I knew I was going to need the space. And so... I had a, I had his car seat there. He didn't want to be in it very much, but it was good to have the extra spot. And he kept needing diaper changes yesterday on the ride on the ride back. And so I kept having to ask my seatmate who was on the aisle yeah. to get up and get out of the way so that we could get up. And he was like trying. He was clearly trying to sleep. And yeah. I'd already gotten up twice. And I knew we were probably going to have to get up again yeah. before the end of the flight. And I managed to actually just really secretly, I don't think anyone noticed, like just change a diaper right there in the car seat, like holding him in the car seat, like just kind of blocking it with my body and just like took care of business right there. Yeah. And it was totally fine. And I was really happy because it was like that moment where I was like, oh, do I have to do this again? And then I was like, no, it's done. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah. Okay. Here is my genius. And I don't remember if I've shared this on the show. Okay. But- If I have, I'm going to share it again because it reminds me of travel. I was thinking about this that, like, you know, Ella's done, like, using bathrooms. And when we were traveling over the summer and stuff, I was like, I don't know if he's going to hold it the whole time Mm -hmm. on the plane or whatever. But I brought the pee pads, the puppy pads, Mm -hmm. and I put them in the seats. Mm -hmm. So just in case there was an accident, Mm -hmm. they would, like, it wouldn't ruin the seat. But then I was like, why wasn't I also putting them inside car seats? all the time like cutting a hole in it just to go between the legs i think about all the vomit calls and all the like poop explosions yeah like a get a pack of puppy pads yeah put the i put them on the couch for a while i was putting somebody at one time suggested putting the pee pads under the sheets in the crib yeah i just feel like the genius is we're not utilizing pee Pee pads pads enough enough yeah and so point yeah i just let's put them everywhere let's start yeah putting pee pads everywhere Hi, this is a dad genius. I lubricated the swings at the park. We live across the street from a small park, pocket park, and for like two years. And each time our kid gets on the swing, it creaks and creaks and creaks. And it's super annoying. And I, each time I think I should just bring some bike chain lube with me and lubricate them so they're nice and quiet. And I finally did that today. After two years of thinking I need to do that, I just did it. And it feels good, 
They're quiet, they're smooth, all four swings. And now I don't have to listen to it. The neighbors don't have to listen to it. Other parents don't have to listen to it. Thanks. You're doing a great job. Good job. Great job. This falls into that category of like, what's driving you to the point of madness? Genius. It's like the woman with the fire truck. I just got the canola oil and made that truck stop squeaking. But like out in the world, too. I like that that we can affect things in our community. Yeah. It doesn't have to be your own set of swings in your own backyard. It can be swings at the park. Yeah. 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 It's a really good idea. Yeah, it's great. So for all of us who go to parks, thank you for removing that horrible sound. Yes. Good job. Failures. Fail, 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 fail. You suck. Fail me, Teresa. So I just totally forgot to bring home a gift for my kids from New York. (laughs) And like Jesse always brings them something when he travels. Sometimes he brings them multiple things when he travels. And I told I knew that I needed to on the trip, and mm. I just didn't do it. Yeah. And even though I had a moment in the store where I was like, I could just grab one of these. And then I was like, no, I'll have time. Of course I didn't have time. Never no, happened. Yeah. And then I was rushing in the airport. I was like, oh, at least at the airport. No, I didn't have time at the airport. Yeah. Totally forgot once I got back to L.A. at yeah. that airport. Yeah. And then remembered, like, at home, when I was already at home, and I was like, shit. I didn't. I don't have anything. They didn't ask about it until they were climbing into bed. Did you bring us anything? And I was like, I did, but it's too late now. I can't yeah. give it to you right now. So this morning, because I have after we're done recording, I have to go straight and pick up Oscar from preschool, and then we get Grace, and then like that's the end of it. This morning, I had to make a stop on the <laughs> way here to get them something, and it gets worse. So like the place I chose is because like toy stores are not open at this yeah. hour. So like I remembered there's this like fancy coffee place in between home and work. And I haven't been there in a while, but I remember they used to sell like gift, little gifty things, yeah. like cute little things. And I was like, okay, I can go there and like grab something and get something there on the way yeah. there. I go and like they no longer do like their only merch is like coffee brewing stuff now. Right. So I got them a pastry. I'm bringing them a pastry today. <laughs> and I'm just like going to play it off yeah. that it's like some bakery near. Like where I stayed in New York. Wow. And that I brought it to them. Wow. That's what I'm going to do. You have made a choice. I know. Well, wow. I know. Wow. I know. W O W. Yep. Wow. Hashtag W O W. Wow. Well, I'm just going to say, well. Yeah. Thanks. Being a, I don't know, even get it. I don't it, even you get suck. it, you shot. You just, wow. <laughs> It's like it's a pastry. It's a pastry. So good. Okay. Uh, not even two pastries. Not even, just is it just one, one pastry? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love Teresa so much, everybody. <laughs> I just need everybody to know how much I love Teresa. Okay. My fail, not nearly as charming as that. I just like, I wasn't home more than 30 minutes before I just started losing my patience like a maniac mm, with the kids. Yeah. Just like, I just, like... It was so fast. And I know some of it had to do with, like, being tired yeah. and walking in. And, like, it's always hard to kind of get back into, you know, the role that you play. And like, blah, blah. But I just, I just, it was, yeah, it was, I, I, I'm like, as I'm doing that, I'm like, I'm being such a jerk. Mm. Like, I'm so sorry. I, yeah. I just, you know, it was just, it sucked. Yeah. Didn't make me feel like a very good person. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Hi, I'm calling with a fail. It's a multi-level fail in a very short amount of time. Um, I So my son is potty trained, but he still likes to pee in the little potty. Um, and I was too tired to throw the pee away <laughs> in the toilet. So it sat there overnight. And then this morning I got up and I still wasn't ready to get rid of it. <laughs> and so then... I decided to do my makeup, and I just bought this brand new lipstick. It's so pretty, and it was sixteen dollars. I never spend that much money on on lipstick, but it was so pretty. I just had to, and I dropped it into the toilet that yeah. his pee had been sitting in all night. Yeah, and then. I was so upset about it, and I was like, I don't ever spend $16 on lipstick, and I just washed it off, and I don't think there was any pee inside the cap, so I decided just to rinse it off and vow to never let anybody borrow it, and I'm going to keep using it. So, first fail, didn't throw away the pee. Second fail, dropped the lipstick in the pee. Third fail, I'm going to keep using it. 
Okay, that's it. Bye. This is yes, you are. Fair. You're going to keep that's using a that lipstick. Response. You will use that lipstick. Yeah. And you will look lovely in that lipstick. Yeah. You will. I. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot going on, and I just want to say that, like, the the rage mm-hmm. at the moment it drops in the toilet, like mm-hmm. the times that like my stuff falls. And like, I'm like, oh, the lid. And like yeah. right before we left for this trip, I was like super stressed out. I was trying to get everything ready. And I had like taken a shower. Big, bleh, I'm going to be on a mm-hmm. plane tomorrow. So I was like the shower now. I take my good face lotion, mm-hmm. open it up, put it down. I start to go put my lotion on it and it falls. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's like lush. So it's, it's like just a, it's a container. It's not like a squirt bottle mm-hmm. lotion. It's like a yeah. big screw on lid. Yeah. And it, and like I, didn't, I didn't lose yeah. it all, but I lost a lot. And, like, the rage, the anger, and the depression, that like, the sadness of it. The, like, this is my nice thing. Yeah. This is my nice thing. Yeah. And now it's, like, all over. And I don't want to scrape it up because it's, like, on the bathroom floor. I scrape some of it up. Uh Not a lot of it, but some. Yeah. The stuff that looked like like the top layer. The top layer, yeah. yeah. But I just was like, so I get this. Yes. I get this. Yes. Hey, everybody, that's the reality. Yeah. That's totally the reality. Your lipstick falls in a dish it's of pee. pee. It's You're your, gonna it's put your it on. Own kids' pee. Yeah. Let's all stop walking around high and mighty as parents. Yeah. We're all wearing pee lipstick at yeah. some point it's in time. It's really true. It's true. But you're also doing a horrible job. Yeah. Because it's, I love. Sorry, I had to go back to it. I just still didn't want to throw Too it away. Too tired. I She's wasn't. Tired. She said I wasn't ready. And then the I next wasn't morning, ready. I still wasn't ready to this do it. This is also a real reality. <laughs> Everybody. I've been there. Yeah. Absolutely. The you only thing that. that kept me like kind of on top of it was the knowledge that if I left it there for too long the dogs, my dogs would come drink it yeah but then which you would even just, then you'd call that fail in we've gotten that fail lots of times yeah <laughs> all the human waste the dogs fucking walk around eating with toddlers in the house well you're doing awful yeah you are the greatest mom I've ever known I love you I love you When I have a problem, I call you on the phone. I love you, I love you. One Bad Mother is supported in part by Texture. The Texture app offers unlimited access to over 200 premium titles of magazines like Time, The Atlantic, The New Yorker, and Wired. And right now, you can try Texture for free. Just imagine having your favorite magazines and their back issues anytime, anywhere. I have been using this app, and it is actually very awesome. I can go back through millions of Southern livings and find all the things to make my life in cake better. To start your texture-free trial, go to texture.com slash badmother. If you choose to continue, podcast listeners will get texture for just $9.99 a month. That's over 30% off their listed price. There are also great gift options available for the holiday season, so go to texture.com slash badmother to start your free trial today. That's texture.com slash badmother. Texture.com slash badmother. Judge John Hodgman ruled in my favor. Judge John Hodgman ruled in my friend's favor. Judge John Hodgman ruled in my favor. I'm Judge John Hodgman. You're hearing the voices of real litigants, real people who have submitted disputes to my internet court at the Judge John Hodgman podcast. I hear their cases. I ask them questions. They're good ones. And then I tell them who's right and who's wrong. Thanks to Judge John Hodgman's ruling... My dad has been forced to retire one of the worst dad jokes of all time. Instead of cutting his own hair with a flobie, my husband has his hair cut professionally. I have to join a community theater group. And my wife has stopped bringing home wild animals. It's the Judge John Hodgman podcast. Find it every Wednesday at MaximumFun.org or wherever you download podcasts. Thanks, Judge John Hodgman. Hey, you with the headphones. Just between you and me, the Max Fun store just got some of that sweet, sweet new merchant stock. You know, that merch from your favorite Max Fun shows? Could be posters, tote bags, shirts, stickers, patches, aprons. We got it all. Well, we got a lot. Point is, there's some new stuff. Go to maxfunstore.com. Teresa, no guest today, except for the very special guest that joins us every week. And that's a mom 
having a breakdown. Hi, I'm calling with a rant. So I'm a fairly new listener to your podcast. My son is only four months old. And you've had a lot of rants about people commenting on women's bodies when they're pregnant or asking if they're pregnant or asking when they're due. Um, And I have a little bit of a different take on that, and that is that you shouldn't comment on a woman's postpartum body or what you assume to be a postpartum body, especially if that body isn't actually postpartum. So my husband and I adopted our gorgeous four-month-old baby boy uh, from the hospital, brought him home. We've been with him from day one, and it's been awesome. When he was about four weeks old, we drove from Indiana to Michigan so that baby could meet some family, went to church with my parents, and a woman at church asked, how old baby was. I said he was a month old. And she looked me up and down and said, wow, you look really great. Now, I'm not a thin person, and I know that I'm not a thin person, so I just kind of let it roll off my back that I look like I'm a month postpartum. Awesome. About two weeks later, we flew from Indiana to Washington, D.C., so baby could meet other family. And a woman at the airport stopped and asked how old the baby was. I said he was six weeks old, and she looked me up and down and complimented me and said, wow, you look really great for having a six-week-old. And it didn't stop there. When we got on the plane, someone asked how old the baby was. I said he was six weeks old. She said, you look really great. Now, up to this point, I had been correcting people and saying, well, thank you, but he's adopted, so, you know. I don't look really great because I'm not actually postpartum. My husband had told me that I should just take the compliment. We're never going to see these people again. Just ignore it and move on with life. So that's what I attempted to do with this woman. I said, well, thank you very much, and just kind of dropped it. And then she started asking a bunch of questions about his birth and his birth story and how long was I in labor and did I have to push a lot, at which point I was clearly outed from the entire lie that I had was actually postpartum and had given birth to this child because I knew none of those details. So at that point, I had to stop her and say, well, my son is adopted, and we both felt like major assholes because she thought I was postpartum, and I had basically lied to her about letting her believe that I was postpartum. So not only should we not comment on women's bodies when they look pregnant, we also shouldn't comment on women's bodies when they might look like they might be postpartum. Thanks. Or we just or stop ever. commenting on women's yeah, bodies. Let's stop commenting yeah. on each other's bodies. Yeah, let's just. Or we can. The thing that we say about yeah. what you can say when somebody's pregnant applies across the board. Yeah, you look great. Yeah, you can say that to anyone about anything at any time. Like as long as it's not in the context of, oh, you're ha- he's how old? Well, then you look great for that. I mean, it's yeah. like everybody just looks great. If you must say something. You look great. Great. But even like, even if you want to do a follow up when you see a new baby, yeah. as opposed to talking about a person's body, yeah. bring up any of the other millions of universal things yes. we share. Like, yeah. how are you sleeping? Yeah. Don't even, we all know, yeah. how's your baby sleeping? Yeah. How are you doing? How are you doing? How are you doing? Yeah. Is such how's a good, it going? How's it going is yeah. a good follow up question. That means that you, uh, uh, this woman, you're so right. Like, it is. It is, there are so many different ways yeah. kids come into people's houses. Yes. There are so many yeah. different ways. And they don't wear tags that right. say, you're not going to be alerted to it that's right. in some way. Yeah. You know, even, the baby looks different from the parent that's holding it. Right. That doesn't necessarily mean anything. Well, right. Cause or it, if the baby looks the same as the parent that's holding it. doesn't it, mean anything. does not mean anything. That's exactly right. I was thinking about this when I was listening to this call. I was thinking about, like, all the times people come up to, like, Stefan and I, mm-hmm. even now, or when the babies are born, they look just like you. Mm-hmm. They look just like you. Mm-hmm. And it's like, A... Even though we both biologically made these kids, mm-hmm. it still feels like shit to hear that you may not look like a kid. But so many people's kids aren't like are made with a whole variety of biologies yeah. happening and coming in. And so to be like, we should also maybe just eliminate the like, who does your baby look like more? Does the baby look? You know what I yeah. mean? Like, yeah. again, good ones to do are how are you doing? Yeah. Your baby is beautiful. Your baby is beautiful. How are you doing? Yeah. And also saying your baby is beautiful means you don't have to do the bullshit shit of like, well, how old is she? Yeah. How old is he? Right. Because I've never gotten that one right. I know. I know. Ever. And given my kids, Katie Bell was always called a boy yeah. when she was a baby and yeah. Ellis was always called a girl. Yep. And it didn't matter because I was like, whatever. I don't give it two shits. Mm-hmm. But it is like, 
there does come that moment where you're like, why the fuck are we even doing this? Yeah. It's so much easier yeah. to just say your baby is beautiful and irrelevant. Yeah. Your baby is beautiful. How are you doing? Yeah. And let's just knock off the fucking talking about anything physical in terms of women's bodies, as well as for, you know, dads. Who have been, oh, and dads, you get your own whole list of shit. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like all the babysitter shit and all the like, you're completely incapable of being a parent. Yeah. And like, uh, you know what I mean? Like, I just, how are you doing? You have a beautiful baby. That yeah. baby is so beautiful. Yeah. Those are our go-to things. Yeah. Let's just write those down they and remember them. They work great. They Open-ended work- question. Yep. That's great. And then compliment you, that is true no matter what. Correct. This is we've now solved all problems. <laughs> how to be I look for the new book, How to Be a Decent Person to People with Kids. <laughs> Your baby looks beautiful. And how are you how doing? are you doing? So that's it. Well, or you made it. Let's don't or forget that one. It. That's yeah. another good one. You made it. Yeah. You're doing a really good job. You're what getting really good at this. What freeway did you take to get here? If you live in LA, <laughs> <laughs> if you're in New York, if you're in New York City, oh, how's the train? How's the train re- like construction affecting yeah. your commute? Yeah, yeah. Like you're doing a really good job. Yeah, you are. And you are. You're doing a really great job of not just cussing people out. Yeah. Or what I would do, which would be like create the most insane fucking lie that mm-hmm. I just never stopped telling. Oh, yeah, about the birth story Yeah, or I would be like, oh, my God, I pushed for her. Like, only 30 minutes, mm-hmm. and it didn't hurt. Mm-hmm. And it was like, whatever would, like, infuriate somebody yeah. asking me, I'd be like, yeah. drug-free. Completely. Yeah. <laughs> it took only 30 minutes. He came out speaking, uh, and uh, all the nurses came around and couldn't help anybody else because they were so mesmerized by this baby's beauty. You know, just, like, crazy, crazy shit. He came out my belly button, actually. Yeah, he came out. <laughs> I woke up to the sounds of the feathery wings of a stork flying away and a beautiful one-year-old baby. Yeah. A beautiful, perfectly developed one-year-old sleeps through the night baby Mm -hmm. was right there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Smiling. Smiling. Calling my name. Elizabeth. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You're doing a great job. Yeah. And also thank you for sharing this perspective. Yeah. I really appreciate it. Yes, we do. Um, What did we learn today, Teresa? We learned that regardless of our upbringing, (laughs) uh, the people who raised us have an effect Mm -hmm. on who we now are as adults. And sometimes that can become really obvious once we have kids. Mm -hmm. And some of those things are great. Some of those things we might want to change. And some of those things we may long for. So there's that. That's a thing. So, yay. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Also, we learned uh, that we shouldn't talk about women's bodies. Mm-hmm. Or make sweeping assumptions. I really am or going. Or men's bodies, Yeah, really. or men's bodies. Anybody's just... bodies. Stop talking about fucking bodies. Yeah. Everybody. Come on. Yeah. Let's get it together, yeah. everybody. It's pretty easy once you get the hang of it. It really is. And here's the thing. Be forgiving of yourself yeah, as yeah, you get yeah. the hang of it. Totally. I, a totally. lot of things I'm working on getting the hang of all like the time. Like everything, try. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Try once you're aware of it. Mm-hmm. Makes it a little easier. You can mess up. Yep. Then the next time, you can be better at it. Yeah. Like everything in the world. Yes. Guys, you're all doing a fucking amazing job. Yeah, you guys are. Yes. No doubt about it. There's no question. Yeah. And you're all getting really good at this. Yeah, you are. And that's something to be proud of. Teresa? Yes. You're doing really good. Thanks. You, yeah. Thanks? I don't know if that's the right, those okay. were the right words that I put together, but you are I doing a good job mm-hmm. and you're getting really great at this. Thanks, Biz. So are you. Thank you. And we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. I got to low down mama blues. I got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. You know that right.
We'd like to thank Max Fun, our producer, Kara Hart, our husbands, Stefan Lawrence and Jesse Thorne, our perfect children who provide us with inspiration to say all of these horrible things, and of course, you, our listeners. To find out more about the songs you heard on today's podcast and more about the show, please go to MaximumFun.org slash OneBadMother. For information about live shows, our book, and press, please check out OneBadMotherPodcast.com. One Bad Mother is a member of the Maximum Fun family of podcasts. To support the show, go to MaximumFun.org slash donate. Well, Daddy, baby, fussing by, not throw down mama. Oh, said Daddy, baby, fussing by, not throw down mama. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.